Welcome everybody to RPG Cast. It's January 12th and we're coming at you today with more news, more fun, more people. Um, let's get into it. I've got uh, Fire Mist, aka Michael Tidwell here. Hello. I've got Anna Marie Neufeld, aka Pause. Morning everybody. I'm sorry I have a cold. It's alright. And I've got Sean Cooper, aka Lucifer. I'll take the penis mightier for 200. Thank you, Mr. Connery. And, well, let's get right into it. <laughs> First news story this week from our favorite band, Presto, Infinite Frontier Super Robot Wars OG Saga. Wow, they know how to name a game. Announced for the Nintendo DS. Any of you guys Super Robot Wars players? No. Um, no, but LK always said that they were really good. It's kind of one of those series that... I always meant to get into because everybody says it's really good. Mm-hmm. I just have never gotten the opportunity to. <laughs> My sentiments exactly. <laughs> uh, Ask Jumison. Ask who? Jumison. Uh, definitely would have something to tell us about it. Yes, maybe you can post on the boards about it for us. Please. I watched him play in Tokyo Game Show and I didn't see what the big deal was for myself. But, you know, it wasn't Japanese, so that was a lot to do with it. Well, this one's going to be a little different. It's going to be an action RPG. So you'll have a party, four people, and get to, you know, do action RPG type stuff, I guess. <laughs> so we'll see how that turns out. And uh, other interesting tidbits. The Monolith is the people doing most of the development, which I don't think they normally do it, do they? Nobody knows. They, All right. They made Xenosaga oh. or something? Yeah, well, I think uh, that's what Monolith came out of. Yeah, now owned by Nintendo, right? Oh, yeah. Me. Oh. Have, have they made anything else after Xenosaga and before this, or is this it? No, they've made other stuff. Um, why don't I do what I normally do, which is check Wikipedia. <laughs> Wiki podcast. Wiki podcast, yes. Oh. Uh, Bear with that us. was our motto. We Google so that you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only um, computer programming monolith here is one that is not a... Oh, wait, there it is. Monolith Soft. All right. Right, you have to Sweet. go to... Is an entertainment company, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, the guy left Square and was invested in by Namco... As of May 6th, Nintendo owns controlling, and the point being, they did Xenosaga, and that's about, oh, Bot and Kaitos, that's the important one. Oh, yeah. And Soma Bringer is being done by them, Super, and of course, Super Robot Tyson, Original Generation Saga, Infinite Frontier, which is what we just said. They worked on Dirge of Cerberus. Yeah. They only did the background graphics, which looked pretty, so... They did so. Namco X Capcom, which is that awesome game that I wish I could have played. Didn't come out here. That was with like 800 people. And you could play Mega Man, as I recall. You could play a lot. I don't think it was. Which, it didn't get good reviews, though, did it? So, oh well. It was like you can play Mega, Mega Man. RPG. Who cares? I know, I know, I know. That, that'd be worth it. And they're working on the infinitely not really talked about Disaster Day of Crisis for the Wii. <laughs> so. That's still in development? I thought it was canceled. Well. It hasn't been officially canceled as far as I know. So, yeah. Anyway, Monolith Soft, they've got some good stuff behind them. 
a lot of our readers like Xenosaga, so this will probably turn out pretty well. It'll be fun to see. Well, let's move on. As far as uh, getting good reviews, it looks like uh, World of Warcraft and EverQuest got some good reviews from the Emmy people. The 59th Annual Technology and Engineering Emmy Awards honored some of their games and a couple of MMOs. And obviously, EverQuest and World of Warcraft. Um, and Neverwinter Nights also got nominated. Not in a, I guess that's an MM, just an MORPG. Um, so let's see trying to figure out if we have what the awards were for yes and i don't see that information which is kind of sad um fun (laughs) most accurate kingpin costume yeah they had some fun awards too so most accurate kingpin costume would oh that that that, they didn't have that that was our guy that's ours (laughs) (laughs) we gave them these awards we felt they needed them poutiest lips and most likely to be punted like a Punt. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, looks like Second Life got an award, too. Uh, let me double check. I should have the original press release here somewhere. Be good to have. Be good if I prepared. Video, oh, video wow. game industry giants honored at CES. Um, oh, those are at CES, huh? Right. Awards were given out as follows. Development of MMORPGs, um, EverQuest, Laura, Navio, uh, Mike, Morhaime, oh, Blizzard. That's the And everyone tonight's okay. a day while well, time warmer. All right. And then user generated content slash game modifications, Pinball Construction, Quake, and Second Life. I see now. I didn't understand that those were the award titles. Yeah. That, that was the actual award that was given. <laughs> Development people. of MMORPGs. It's, it's not even like best MMO. It's not best of. It's just development of. Okay, you made an MMO. Great. We made an MMO. Have a cookie. <laughs> a statue, even. Um, say what, Mike? I said I'd rather have a cookie than a statue. A cookie would be nice now. Yeah. You can't eat a statue. Yeah. Uh, rounding it's out some. Mem- okay. Well, rounding out our MMO coverage, uh, Pirates of the Burning Sea beta is. I believe it started. Yes. So if you've pre-ordered the game, you can get in there and go. So we need to get in there. Yeah. Well, I always I had this beta sitting around since uh, Penny Arcade Expo, and I never used it. And I wanted to because it looks still fun. can. Say what? You think we still can? I doubt it. I think it's a different beta. So. Just have to ask for new keys. Yeah. So there you go. You can, you can play that and tell us about it on the podcast instead of that boring game you play. Well, we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> you'd, you'd have to you'd have to do it in a pirate voice. You'd be like, "Ah, I be playing pirates." Oh, I totally would yes. too. Totally <laughs> for the first day or two, at least. <laughs> no, 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 just for the podcast. Oh, all right. Um, <laughs> also, this week we got a couple new scans from the new Kingdom Hearts games. Did you guys get a chance to check those out? No. Do we, do we get to be honest? Yeah. Bap, 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 bap. Okay, I'm done. It was Kingdom Hearts, and I didn't care. Oh, you're not a Kingdom Hearts fan. Me either. Sorry. Sorry. Not really. I thought, I thought, uh, well, I'm the only one here who's going to give a flying flip, and I loved it, so... <laughs> the, uh... What was the one? The the 358 over two days thing looked kind of like, okay, a lot of the Organization 13 stuff, which I guess we knew, but it made it look not that interesting to me. The other one, the Birth by Sleep, looks really good. That's the one I'm really interested in. So, I don't know. Ashley liked it. I showed them to her, and she thought they were nice. 
but I didn't have any interest. I didn't even look at them, honestly. PS1 P1 looks just looks better, too, which helps. But DS one's looking pretty decent. They did a good job on the DS, it looks like. The so. problem is, the DS always takes really lousy screens, and then you get the game and wonder how the screens were ever made. Yeah, well, they have... That's true. Well, yeah. So, all right, back to, uh, back to MMOs. And in this case, uh, new changes. The World of Warcraft patch 232 came out this week, which, okay, yeah, big deal. It's just an incremental patch, right? But they did make a big change in their PvP, which longtime players of the games would definitely care about. Pause, would you care to illuminate? Sure. Um, right now, you can go into a battleground and basically be a leech and not participate. And obviously that's an issue because when you're putting only 10 people together, if two people just sit down and be like, I'm not going to play, well, that sort of ruins it for everyone else. And it sort of feels like, well, we succeeded, and these people just sort of piggyback on their success and didn't really contribute. And a battleground and, would be their PvP, one of their PvP yeah, things, right? One of the PvP mechanics. What do you do in battleground? Um, it depends what battleground you're in. Oh. If you're, um, there's a capture the flag... There is a defend the bases. There is a um, defe- uh, destroy all of the opponent's resources before they do the same. And then there's a combination of uh, capture the flag while you protect the bases. And so they're, you're going in there with your team and their people just kind of AFK and they get all the bonuses, yeah, but they don't have to do anything. That's right. And do exactly. You, and you're teaming up and probably with strangers most likely, so you don't have much control over these people. Exactly. Yeah, and battlegrounds are cross realms. So even though we play on Draenor, we might be paired up with someone from a completely different realm. Is that so? I did not know that. Yes, they are cross. They are cross realm. So when Draenor I went into a Rathi basin, I was not aware that there were people who could come there from somewhere else. Yep. And um, now can you, can you I, have a, I have another question. Okay. Is is it possible that now my my server we're going to lose all the time because we were winning because there were so many leeches in the alliance? <laughs> well, <laughs> sad. Now I'm never going you know, to win anything. Oh, poor Horty! But um, what they've done now is I'm sorry, Michael. You had a question. Oh yeah, I mean, can you actually say I'm going to meet you um, in battlegrounds from another server? You know, as a friend, or does it just um, do it all randomly? No, it's it's random. You can, if you're on the same server, you can party up and go into a battleground together. Mm-hmm. At a cross servers, that would be really hard to coordinate. Okay. But um, what what they've done now is, Blizzard originally was just like, well, if people AFK, uh, we're not going to do anything about it. And slowly, their stance has evolved over time to what they're going to do now, which is, um, if you are reported AFK, you're not going to accrue any honor, and honor is the points you need to buy equipment. And in fact, if you're repeatedly reported for AFK, they will take away your honor, they'll strip the equipment that you purchased, and up to and including closing your account. Wow. For, for massive violations. And I was talking about this with Chris last night, and Chris says to me, well, why don't they just, you know, not award honor points for anybody that doesn't enter combat? Because that's how you get rid of this. You get basically a debuff that marks you as not getting honor and in order to get honor, you have to enter combat. And Chris is like, why don't they just give no honor to people that don't enter combat? And I said, well, there's actually legitimate reasons for not being in combat. Um, take War on Gulch. That's the capture the flag game. Um, what you have to do is 
you can only capture the opponent's flag when your flag is home. So there are times where, for example, I will run the flag on my druid, and I, the whole point is for me to stay out of combat and to avoid the enemy as much as possible while my teammates are out getting our flag back. So that would be one really good example of why you wouldn't want to be in combat. You don't want the enemy to find you mm. when you you're just holding say these their flag. Idle? Yes. I mean, there's a difference between I'm not fighting someone and I'm sitting there doing absolutely nothing. Well, I just exactly. had not understood that, you know, my, my, I figured you were always fighting if you were doing anything. And so, obviously, that's not the case. But yep. so, so, how would you uh, get rid of the debuff then? If you're um, flag running by picking up the flag or something? If you have the flag on you, I don't yeah. think you can be flagged as AFK. Okay. Because you'd probably die. Oh, people still need to flag you as AFK. Yeah, like, what'll happen is, is you can pull up your map and you can click on any of the dots on the map <laughs> and you just right-click and it's like, report AFK. See, I, always people think, get reported. I always look at that and think that you could find a way to exploit it to <laughs> abuse other people who aren't really AFK. Doing like you know, this guy's play. cheating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is that if you report mechanism. someone who's AFK while they are in combat, it completely ignores the report. So, I mean, even if, you know, you're like, you know, me and you are in a battleground, and I don't like you because your armor is ugly, and you're killing all the horde, and I keep reporting you AFK. Well, you're killing stuff. You're in combat. Me reporting you AFK isn't going to do crap for you. Hmm. So, they're just because of the way that the system is set up. It is set up to not be exploited. So you have to wait for them to go to the bathroom. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As soon as you stop fighting, I will report you because your armor is ugly. Yes, but Next. I mean. It isn't just one per. It isn't just one report that's going to put you over. This is well, like that's what I tell my friends. Half, to do it. Yeah, it it would be like half the battleground reporting you, sort of deal. <laughs> no, okay. Now my question is: if I'm busy killing things and being involved in the game, do uh-huh. I have time to look around for people who aren't playing? No, but there. But I mean, there are going to be active times and there are going to be idle times in a battleground. Okay. So, when you're dead, yeah, Mike. When you're dead, when you're waiting <laughs> to resurrect, when you're guarding a base, when you're, you know, waiting in the opponent's flag room, invisible, so that you can steal their flag as soon as it comes up, that sort of deal. Well, I, I would wait until the game was over and report anyone idle because if they're not guarding the flag and they're just sitting there, I'm just going to laugh at them and then steal their flag. Anyway, I, I don't know that they're standing idle in the flag room, but... Well, they should. That would be the best part. <laughs> then you could kill them and take the flag. They could do nothing about it. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you, have to, they, you have to actually find them. They're hiding yeah, they're in a u- place. Yeah, they're usually somewhere where you you wouldn't normally be able to get to them. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's weird, because, well, if I just AFK and I don't hide in a place you can find me, then I don't know. It's an interesting idea. I just don't see why they can't go more on user input to the game instead of... I was wondering about that, yeah. But Well, I would say the reason for that is it would be very, very easy to make a little program or a plugin that moves your character every few seconds 
okay, keeps your they're, AFK they're good on botting. Blizzard no. is good with botting. If it really is just sending input of up, down, left, right, that's probably hard to tell. But if it hits a pattern, it wouldn't be. No, but it'd just be emulating the keyboard. But yeah, um, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> the thing is that we're kind of out of, M- of RPG news. and uh, Yet another slow week. Yeah. It's, February it's is coming. February is coming. But oh, GDC. Yeah, GDC. Um, oh, yeah. We do have a lot of uh, currents coverage. Um, we have a, I don't know if listeners may not know, we have a column that kind of covers a lot of the more total industry affecting news called currents. Um, if you guys like, we could go through some of those stories. Let's do. Let's do. All right. If um, we must. Well. If we must. Oh, come on. This must be right up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the first thing is kind of rejuvenating the GameSpot gate stuff or the Gersman gate stuff. Um, it's like, I don't know. I don't know what the big story is here. Another guy's leaving kind of in protest and does a good job of on the way out saying that he feels sorry for all the employees who are sticking with GameSpot because they're in a nasty position right now, which I agree with. But I think this issue's kind of been talked all the way through. You guys agree? Yeah. I mean, their their disgruntlement shouldn't be with GameSpot. It should be with CNET. Yeah. And that's basically what this guy says. Yeah. Of course, there's still the people out there who, who don't even trust GameSpot, but what are you going to do? There are it's people hard, there. it's hard to know what's going on in another company. So, <laughs> right. I don't like this kind of conversation because anything I say is completely uneducated and what's mm-hmm. going on, so why would I say anything? Yeah. All right, well... I don't mind making uneducated comments. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a shame. It should be stopped. There should be more of it. All right. What? <laughs> How can you say both of those? <laughs> you didn't say they were... You know, right. why, don't, why don't I stop with this story and move on to the next one? Did any of you guys uh, do the whole high def uh, movie thing? HD DVDs, Blu-rays, that sort of stuff? I, I will when I buy a PS3 in 2012 or whenever okay. it is that I get one. When, when they move on to the PS4? <laughs> when there's something to play on it, I'll okay. buy one. Right. Ooh, yes. Besides Uncharted and... And uh, ratchet and stuff. So, no, no, yeah, no. Besi- the only game we're playing so far is Eye of Judgment. Um, I want to play Eye of Judgment. I'm. I'll well, be there's honest. There's more I, than that, it, but that's the only thing closest to an RPG, I guess. You could you could play Sympathy in the Night on it, but you probably already have that. <laughs> <laughs> on like five other consoles, yeah. yeah. I'll be okay. So it looks like a lot of stuff came out this week that makes HD DVD look like it's going down, which is good for yeah, Sony. I, and that's what I have, so I like that. I don't feel like buying another add-on for my 360 just to listen to it whine whenever I try to play a movie. It's expensive too. Well, it's that what, add-on 30 is bucks? 170. No, it's it's down. Well, it's kind of down. Like some stores started selling it for cheaper. So it's since you gave a, me that link, an implied that was price drop, right? No, that was a couple. All right, was maybe it? it was a Christmas thing, but they were going for 129 at a, at a store or two. So still, I'm, I'm a little leery of dropping another. I mean, I already paid a hundred dollars for a wireless adapter. I mean, come oh, on, you actually so has that? One built in. Oh, yes, man. I don't like cords. I'm sorry, I hate oh, them. I feel sorry. I think there's a way to hack one together yourself, but oh well. Yeah, but I'm not the professor from Gilligan's Island, and I don't have Marianne <laughs> to help me. It just takes a couple coconuts. All yeah. right. 
So we could put up all sorts of industry comments about why Blu-ray is better or worse or whatever, but I just know I like not having to buy extra stuff, so I'm actually kind of rooting for Blu-ray so that I'm already done. <laughs> because you're already a expensive device anyway. Yeah, so I'm sure there's plenty of people who would like HD DVD to be it because, yeah, this format war was stupid. We didn't need another beta VHS war. Just Or no. CD mini-disc. Was that even a war at any point? Uh, it was slightly less than Beta Beta Max, I think. <laughs> the mini disc had some good fans. <laughs> they kept with it I, for a while. <laughs> I had I had a mini disc. I had several mini disc players and a mini disc recording deck. Because for doing audio processing and studio recording, they're really really good. Yeah, and that's about all it was good for. Them. That's it wasn't really yeah, a good consumer all. format. <laughs> so here it's more consumer oriented. Except that they are charging an arm and a leg for everything. Everything's like thirty bucks on these things, and that's such baloney. There's no way it costs them anywhere near that to make it and produce it. It's just ridiculous. Which leads me to a question, so that I may betray my ignorance to the listeners. What the hell is the difference? Between I mean, the two? are you, are you going to notice when you're sitting down, if I were to put them on, on two identical TVs, one HD DVD, one Blu-ray, would you really notice any significant difference? Uh, most people probably not. I mean, yeah. Blu-ray is technically superior from a picture standpoint. HD DVD's got some more interactivity functions that Blu-ray's not trying to add back in. I mean, Blu-ray has more f- uh, storage space, but Blu-ray wins. That's it. Uh, you've you've just solved the problem. Okay. Go, everyone, go buy Blu-ray players. They it hold more. It just doesn't more. matter, you know. <laughs> I mean, HD DVD holds plenty for movies, though. So it's it's it wasn't really a big issue. So. <laughs> Unless you're trying to put the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy well, on one disc. Yeah, but I think they they had the ability to add more layers still, too. So Okay, that's true, I guess. So, yeah, you can go either way on it, but oh well. I was anti-Blu-ray, now I'm not. Now, the, oh two well. stu- one, the one thing that has developed since then is that the Universal and Paramount, who are the two studios that look like they were leaving the HD camp, um, have issued press releases saying, no, no, we're not. We're still supporting HD DVD. Yeah, yeah. A little while. And uh, for now. <laughs> One of them has a contract that they haven't really renewed, so uh, I think that one's probably dead, though. All right. How about, uh, here's one that's probably affected a number of you. Microsoft faces lawsuit for Xbox Live outages. Um, who, have any of you guys been trying to get on live for anything this week? This week has been fine. Okay. Over Christmas, um, it was a disaster. Yeah. I'm confused, actually, with my um, Xbox Live right now. Because Fox and I were playing a game, yeah. and I got 10 points on an achievement, but it has not yet shown on Xbox.com. Hmm. Were you... And I don't remember what the achievement was, because, of course, it only stays on your screen for three seconds. So You were playing on your console? Yeah. Yeah, it should show up. Uh, sometimes it takes a little while, but... It's been three days. See if it shows up on your Xbox. That'll be the thing to go check. I would if I was home. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, so... I've I had some issues connecting to Carcassonne last night, but I eventually got into a match. So it seems like there's still some issues. I don't know what kind of issues, but it seems weird. Maybe just my internet area. But some people have decided that they need to make a lawsuit about it, because that's what you do in America. You file a lawsuit for anything that doesn't go the way you want it to be. Never mind what the terms of service say. Never mind what you actually have a right to. We can sue them because we're not happy because we couldn't play our video games during Christmas. I just want to slap these people. <laughs> I do too. It's like, let's find them right now. Let's go. I don't, uh, you don't mess with Texas, man. So I'll let them, I'll let the courts deal with it. So 
Don't mess with that. We annexed them once. We can do anything we like. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want the ire of any 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 Texas listeners that are upset <laughs> or, about this and are part of the lawsuit. I respect Texas, their ability to do it, but I, I think they're wasting their time for something that doesn't. They don't have a right to complain about. It's a service. You pay money about it. Yeah, you can ask for money back or something. They're giving you a free game, but yeah, there's no lawsuit yeah. legal right to say you, damages. That's ridiculous. Five million dollars yeah, in damage. Ridiculous. There's no damages to you because you can't play a <laughs> video game online. Just ridiculous. It'll be See, thrown this, out. Don't worry. I hope so. This is where our, our court system fails because it should not be thrown out. What should happen is the people who are filing these trumptuous five million charges should pay the legal fees of their lawyers and the lawyers of the people they are suing if they are thrown out. Well, that's actually something you see nowadays. A lot of states are enacting like anti-frivolous lawsuit legislation, so there's some movement towards that. So, don't they have to come to Washington to do it? I don't know. Yeah, so I'm still waiting for the details on that free game, though. I'm hoping that... If they were trying to do a class action suit, that would be one thing, but this is just a waste of everyone's time. Well, even if it was class action, it's just you don't sue over that. It's just, I mean, now we're gonna what are we gonna sue our cable companies because the internet was down? I mean, it's an unregulated. Can't it's I not. Mean, they have money. It's unregulated. You know, it's like if you're gonna turn it into a utility, you have to do some groundwork there. Well, isn't there some common carrier law that protects them anyway? Uh, probably for now, um, but so being in a being in an IT position for my my day day to day work, it just hits me like because. I don't want people suing me because some servers are down because this crap happens. People want to blame it on, oh, they didn't anticipate the outage. Yes, they did. Or the, the growth of Xbox Live over Christmas. Of course they did. They're not stupid. Oh, they didn't do it enough. How do you know? <laughs> servers go down for so many different reasons. They could have had plenty of horsepower behind there and have other reasons as to why it failed. Reasons that just didn't come up till it happened. You just they don't see these said. things in programs. It's just you can't say what it is unless you're in there and they can't release the details because it's proprietary. So, how? Even in the press release where they offer the free game, they say we had unprecedented, unparalleled volume we did not expect. I oh, mean, they said that? Yes, oh, then yes. Never mind. I, I, take that, I take my statement back. That's ridiculous. <laughs> well, no, they, they, sold many, they didn't expect that many users. Okay, I... See, the thing is that that conflicts with what um, E, the guy who's like, kind of the technical head or one of the technical heads of, of live said on the major Nelson podcast this past week, he said that they did anticipate and they did prepare and obviously it didn't work out well, but that they well, definitely well, tried to do it. <laughs> it's anticipate and prepare so much, but it was yeah. well above their expectations. I don't think they expected the 360 to do as well as it did this holiday season. I think it was a surprise. Well, uh, they I also, want what, I want to see what those numbers are, but all right. I think they said, I, I thought it said I would. Have there were five it. more than we expected. Five <laughs> more. <laughs> you, when you get to the tipping point, that can make a difference. <laughs> we got to the breaking point, and it was those five people that in Texas that are suing. Yeah, the, fun the, part, the people finally lost. Yeah. It. The fun part is the people who wrote into them and said, "You guys need to reboot the server." <laughs> like it's just one <laughs> server running the whole service that needs to be restarted. Push, push the reset button. <laughs> All right. Um, next, we've got Nintendo DS downloads. Um, there was a really poorly worded New York Times article, and basically Nintendo responded to it and said, no, no, unlike what the article said, we are not offering DS download games for download. So, no, that's wrong. It was not well reported. So, 
Um, all those people who are looking forward to that, uh, it's not happening. <laughs> They'll still have the demos coming, at least in Japan, and hopefully here soon. But no downloadable games, which is kind of a shame. Those people at the New York Times need to get some journalistic integrity. It'd be nice if they had a DS device with like an internal large flash drive that you could download games to. That would be a pretty cool business model, but obviously not one they're interested in right now. Okay. Because then people could pirate games because they don't do that now. <laughs> that it doesn't happen. Easy. No, that never happens. <laughs> it's, it's not easy now at all. You can't no, do that. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think anybody would really want the effort into it. I'm well, sure. it's not. It's not easy. You have to buy pieces to do DS game pirating. You have to buy like a smart card thingy and other stuff. Uh, How do you know this? No, I haven't looked into it. Have I, you? I have looked. Apparently, into it. he has. Yeah. I, it's a hell of a lot easier to pirate stuff on um, PSP. I can say that much because <laughs> it already has a memory stick. Check back thing. next week for a how-to. <laughs> for a how-to. <laughs> <laughs> when we run out of things to talk about, Chris will explain how to do. <laughs> I'll lead you through. I'll lead you through the uh, custom firmware installation on your PSP Slim. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's exactly. We'll all be playing. Um, no. No. We Speaking won't. <laughs> of frivolous lawsuits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one won't be as frivolous though. <laughs> oh. So WADA had an interview and talked about marketing in Western markets. Europe, right? Yeah. So Europe needs to be bigger. We need to be stronger in Europe. It's like, okay, great. Why? <laughs> well, well, I don't you're, understand. You, well, you want to, if you have a market that you're in and you're not in, as big as you are in the other markets, you wonder how you can make yourself as big as you are in the other markets. That's reasonable. But there's no one there. You can't get in Europe, big in a There's place nobody with... in Europe? There's only like Europe. four people. There's, there's plenty of people in Europe. <laughs> four or five, maybe five. I'd have to check again. Here's here's the interesting one. Square Enix has already prepared a few MMORPGs that have been experimentally played internally. How many R- MMOs are they looking at? <laughs> That's interesting. Lots. Yeah, apparently. Their whole future is all nothing but MMORPGs. Oh. They also comment on mergers and acquisitions. Mergers and acquisitions is not necessarily our main method of expansion or is being competitive, but obviously it has been deemed as one of the main strategy options. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing that. Um, we look for a place in the top three in the global games industry. Obviously, we would have to consider it seriously. Well, yeah. Duh. Um, so they're trying to do better. And I don't really know what the story is here, but uh, there's a full interview. We've got it linked um, from Game Industry in our current column. All right, so new feature on the PSP. Back to the Blu-ray stuff. Um, <laughs> so now some new some new Blu-rays were shown off at CES that basically you, you pop it in your PS3 and it contains a compressed version that you can load onto your PSP and watch on the go, which is kind of cool. Um, a lot more useful than a UMD. That's for sure. <laughs> which is what uh, what Jake Miller, our, or not Jake Miller, Oliver Motok, our current writer, tries to make a point of. UMD dead. <laughs> of course, we all knew that. I don't think I'll make use of this though. I if I'm watching, if I'm getting a Blu-ray movie, I'm getting it to watch it in high def, not to watch it on my PSP. But to compress it into a tiny <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the thing I don't understand is how big is this movie? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's four gig sticks are still you know you have to plop down a good amount I have- of money to get one. I mean, it's not like it's not like it's just a $10 memory stick at this point. It's 
I saw some for thirty dollars. Oh, nice. But oh, they're not the official Sony ones. ones. Actually, they were. Were they? It was indeed? a deal, but yes, they I were. I think Sandisk has pushed them to the point that they had to lower their prices to be closer, at the least. Yeah. Well, Amazon still sells them for sixty, but this site was having a new promo. Come to our new site for. Oh, it was a site promo. But yeah, sixty is what I what I've been seeing them at. Yeah. And so then they have come down when I bought mine, and I, now I feel kind of silly, but that's all right. I bought an eight gig one, and mm-hmm. they were. Gig. They're pricey. Yeah, they, are. they were. They're nice, though. Well, you put. More... I put movies on it. Actually, oh. <laughs> now that we're talking about it, that's what I did. <laughs> you rip DVDs or something? No, I. I you shoot. Quiet, you shoot home <laughs> home movies of your own creation. Yes, I I took some videos of nature footage okay. and my cat in high definition and compressed this with a little program right. called PSP Video or something and put them on my PSP. There you go. And watch them at school. They're great. And watch them at school. <laughs> yes, because uh, this is last summer and I didn't like using my laptop because I left it in the classroom and there was a big break and I'd go watch movies on the PSP for a while. Ah. Then during class I'd watch them on the computer with subtitles. Nice. I failed that class. <laughs> what a shock. <laughs> I'm taking it again this semester to fix that. Without the movies this time? With no movies. I have no laptop at all. I decided, Good job. You I, decided I that might have myself. been a problem. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Sony's, all right. Now we get into the boasting. Sony says it sold 1.2 million PS3s during the holiday season. I don't think the MPDs are out yet. Um, actually, I should go check. But uh, Say it really quick before that happens. Well, holiday season is also vague. Yeah, it's not necessarily the two weeks around Christmas. It might be the two months around Christmas. Or... Yeah, holiday season can be anywhere from from Halloween to, you know. Obviously, they sold a lot better than they had been selling, but, I mean, it's a, it's the second holiday they've been out. Their price point is down. They've been advertising it more. There's more games out. Not really that unexpected. I do <laughs> enjoy co- music in the but PSP. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of hardcore gamers who... You know, they've been playing the 360 for a year or two now. They're ready for another system. You know, I'm not shocked. <laughs> it may it may be better than they have been, but compare their 1.2 million PS3s to what Microsoft did on the 360. Well, we don't know because that's that that 17.7 is not in the holiday season. That's total. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, Microsoft talks about oh, we passed the 17.7 million mark. See, this is why MPD is nice because everybody re- releases these statistics that you can't compare to each other. <laughs> it's deliberate. We sold seventeen point seven total. Yeah, they release whatever looks best that much month, basically. <laughs> Nintendo um, apparently sold three quarters of a million in the five week period ending December thirty. Yeah. Oh, here actually, before we move there. on to that, um, something first. Mass Effect, the game that we cover, obviously sells one sold one point six million in about six weeks. That is fantastic. That's very impressive. That is very good for Bioware. Um, I need to finish that game. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you're right, Nintendo, three quarters of a million. Wow. But um, where did they sell them? I, I, I don't know anyone who got one for Christmas. Well, I know. There's yeah. plenty. They, they all sold out, as usual. So, I mean, it's not like they didn't sell. <laughs> Just they're still that hard to find, I guess. It's been years. Come on. Nintendo, get out of the A year. <laughs> a single years. year. Now, where did we get these numbers from? We've got the Sony units and the Microsoft units. Oh, in Japan. These are the Japan numbers. Oh, my gosh. Those are, that's Japan only. Mm-hmm. That's a lot in Japan. 
that's really a lot. <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> 775,000. <laughs> that's Japan. very impressive. I mean, those would be great numbers for America. <laughs> wow. They are stomping. They've that's a nine hundred and twenty-two and a half wees an hour for five weeks. <laughs> what is it down to or, the second? If you prefer, that's fifteen point three seven wees a minute, <laughs> or uh, a quarter of a wee every second. <laughs> so two, so two game cubes a second. Then. <laughs> oh, <right>. sorry. <laughs> um, those game yeah. cubes are a hot item. <laughs> <laughs> now that they're painted white and have remotes. Yes. Uh, they released a, a Nikos putting out a wireless uh, nunchuck. Did you guys see that? No. That was announced at CES, so that's supposed to be nice with no lag or anything. So CES was boring. Yeah, well, for the most part it was. It was kind of sad. I was very disappointed. Mm-hmm. But uh, there were a couple game announcements out of that, weren't there? No, not really RPG related though. So, uh, more classic titles to be remade for PSN, which I guess. Uh, but then they were released. We already the expecting that. I mean, that you could get. Oh, to uh, be remade. Yes. Okay, well that's that's cool. But they're also mentioning that you can play any game on the PSP if you use PSN somehow, and I don't remember the details because I don't have a PS3. Um, if you have, you can play any playstation one game on your psp with your ps3 via the remote play so your right, ps3 would... needs to be network accessible and you're actually controlling it remotely so there's some lag so rpgs work pretty decent but action games and like racing games yeah not so much fighting games no there's <laughs> lag yeah well it's the internet of course there's lag it's, it's playing remotely on your ps3 it's like your remote desktopped into it so oh, i played mario kart there was no lag that was the internet um. Okay. <laughs> There's no. But you say like the internet is instant lag. It's not instant lag. It's bad networking. No. When you're, have you ever had responsive controls on a game when you're, or on anything when the controls are separated from the device running the software remotely? Yes. When I use a really crappy USB TV card, then I have a delay. Uh, I, it's just the nature of, the, of how it works. There's there is. There is a lag between... It takes time to get through the internet to what you're talking to. So there's some milliseconds matter in video games. So <laughs> Never. Yeah. Not in RPGs. We Just, have time. Well, that's why. So you'll be able to play... You can play about RPGs action on there and that'll work. Action RPGs, probably not so much. You could try it. Depends on your connection. Depends on the game. So have fun with it. Anyway, this will be interesting. They don't announce what company it is who's making these titles. So what are you going to do? Uh, we hope it's somebody good and RPG-related, but we'll see. Um, more <laughs> about the HDDVD. Xbox Live reached 10 million. Awesome. Um, I'm one of them now. Yeah. Oh, that's what made you I choose to switch? Uh, there was this box at the store. It was orange. Uh, so I have a golden you got a, It was cheap. You bought a what for an orange box? Uh, a gold account. Wait, oh. when you say orange box, do you mean the Xbox Live box or the orange box, the orange box? No, no, the Xbox Live orange box. Oh, okay. You should go buy the orange box if you don't What are we it. talking about? Well, oh, there's Live. a game for the orange oh, box. You don't what? want the orange box? That's, uh, that's Valve's collection of Half-Life 2. And... That's what I bought. Oh, okay. There's an orange Xbox box? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, you can buy a... 
Xbox Live <laughs> subscription and a headset and two free Xbox Live Arcade games all in this big Live Vision bundle box and the camera. And it's orange. It's orange and yellow. To confuse people. No, I, I didn't get that. I, right. I went. I'm Sorry just... about that. So, yeah, orange box. I can see that doing that. It's fun. Played through Portal yet? Oh, I did that a long time ago. Oh, okay. Before I purchased the gold account, I borrowed a friend's Portal and ah. played through Portal in about two hours and decided it was the best game I'd ever well, played. Well, now you can go Just... do all the director commentaries and the, and the hard advanced maps and stuff. I did the advanced maps. Oh, okay. That took, about, that took a two hours all by itself. So Best game I've played in forever. Tremendous. <laughs> so, um, kind of related to our podcast, uh, Skype's coming to the PSP. We use Skype for the podcast, so... I'm wondering how that's going to work on the PSP. Um, Slim only. Ah, show me the microphone. You, uh, it came out around SOCOM two years ago. There's a PSP where, there's a PSP headset that you plug in. It has speakers and a microphone. Our article says a specially designed microphone. Is this specific to Skype, or can you use the old one? Um, you can use the old one, and they were using it to demo it. They actually took the old one and plugged it into the little remote cord that you get with the Value Pack PSP, and uh, th- that's what they were doing on the show floor. I-, I-, I believe you could just plug the headset right in without that remote cord. You don't need it. And uh, what they're making is, well, I'm gonna, I was just going to look at the picture, but you know, we're on uh, audio only, not really relevant. But they, the little thing that plugs into the top of the PSP, they've already released pictures of it. That's uh, basically a little microphone and speaker. Well, not speaker. You use a PSP speaker. But it has a microphone on it, so you can kind of... It plugs in through the USB port, and it'll record you, so you can speakerphone with it. But I don't know why you'd want to, because speakerphone and Skype doesn't usually work too well. <laughs> you feedback. Microphone, anything doesn't work that well. Yeah. Um, people who've tried it said that there's a little bit of lag, but uh, not enough to really be a problem, which I'm not surprised because Skype seems to want more system requirements than you would think it would want. It's a nice little... That's why it sounds so nice. So, All right. Um, Microsoft talks about the possibility of Blu-ray add-on, which is funny. It's like, oh, yeah, we're an HD DVD partner, but uh, we'll do what we need to do. <laughs> like money as well. And finally, EA's acquisition of BioWare Pandemic is complete, relevant to us, because uh, BioWare and Pandemic, not new. BioWare makes good stuff. Well, yeah, it's not new, but, you know, it's done. So yes, they, they make the new exciting Sonic RPG. Yes, so that's that's broken, too. The Sonic RPG details that are supposedly in the upcoming Nintendo Power. Well, I guess not supposedly, because... <laughs> The power. cover is out. <laughs> you can see the cover. and So, why don't we cover some of that? Um, now, to note, we don't have a copy of the issue to really uh, vet this ourselves yet, so consider this rumor until we can say otherwise. Um, so, you have four party members. Uh, you know, each party member has specialties, so, like, tails can float over stuff. Yeah, what a shock. Um, there's total 11 party members total. Seven are known characters, and I guess that assumes that four are new characters. It's fully stylish drip, stylus driven. So, like, yeah, you can uh, go into teams at certain moments. Okay, so Final Fantasy VI did that. That's not really a new thing. Um, <laughs> rings are used as currency. What else are you going to use as currency? <laughs> There's no random battles. You can see everything. Um, it's all turn based. Elite beats agent style special attacks. That's nice. Rhythm based special attacks. 
That sounds fun and joyous. <laughs> so you have combo attacks, team attacks, um, fatigue points instead of MP. Who cares? You choose. Yeah, you level. You chose. You choose your stat attributes when you level up. Purchase and level new stuff. Blah 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 blah. blah. All right. So they have a little bit a bit of. Ah, excuse me, a little bit on the story. Uh, Sonic's on vacation from defeating Eggman two years ago. He gets a, ta- a call from Tails that Knuckles has been kidnapped by a group called the Marauders and that six Chaos Emeralds are missing. Eggman's not the main villain, but Bioware wants to make him a credible bad guy again. So does that mean they're doing like Mario RPG where he's going to be part of your party then? What does that mean? They don't say. I'm trying to think of four characters that I could have in Sonic. They want him to be a credible bad guy, so I guess they won't be a party member. I don't know. Who cares? Um, two acts. The first place takes place in standard Sonic areas. The second place is in a darker world. Because, I mean, all modern RPGs need the word darker to be applied to them, right? Yes. <laughs> kind of requirement. Especially for Nintendo platforms. Yeah. Well, um... So we have the uh, remix classic tunes. That makes me happy. I'm glad that they're using the, the old Sonic music. I am. It seems like everybody's like, it's just easier if we don't use new music and then we can just use old stuff that everybody's already knows. Well, I mean, that's what I want to listen to anyway, so. Okay. Right. Big the Cat's going to be in it. Nice. <laughs> wow. Not exactly the most awesome I said you need four people, so they have to find people to. I don't, you know, I'm sorry, I don't, isn't Big the Cat the one that everyone hates? I don't even know who Big the Cat is. Never heard of him. I, I'm Wikipedia-ing it for it, and I don't even see it. Big the Cat, nothing. It's been suggested that all this other stuff be, well, I don't care. I know Blaze the Cat from the DS games. I like how you continue to say you don't care. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to tell myself that I should move on. <laughs> yes. So, moving on. We have Especially the- since we don't have any concrete details, it's hard yeah. to continue to go on. Yeah. So, we have a contest, though. It's the sound test uh, contest that has been going on for forever. The Grand Audition has uh, finally completed the submission phases. It is in the voting phases. You can go to our, our, our homepage, click on the link at the top, and download the songs and vote on them. So there are three songs for your listening pleasure. The let's see, the Corinthian by Fermat's Last Theorem, Forgotten Language Nerve Remix by Nerve, Snowman by Virtuoso, and uh, those games are from respectively from Final Fantasy VII, Breath of Fire V, and Final Fantasy IV. So they even have lyrics. So <laughs> I voted for Virtuoso. <laughs> nice. You get to score them each, so I guess you don't just vote for one or the other, do you? Well, I gave him the best score. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you must vote. That's a, it, Sorry, it's kind of a confusing voting <laughs> method, so you, you assign a percentage to each. Oh, that's weird. Well, you can go and read the details, but uh, go vote. Please participate. We need your help to make the contest, you know, mean anything. So please help us out. Um, next, we at, have... Oh, what's up? The, and the winner gets what? The winner gets to 
If I recall, this is the one we were playing for a while. This is the one where you get to be our main remixer, right? That's right, yeah. Yeah. You get to be it's the... The servant of us. The new resident remixer. Servant of us. You also get a copy of... Uh, it's no longer upcoming. It's out. The Piano Squall CD called Game. And the first prize winners get uh, the same album, but you don't get to be a resident remixer. But if any of them want to make a new podcast theme music, I'm totally down with it. <laughs> the current podcast theme music is just some random thing I threw together in about an hour in Sony Vegas with the default samples. So <laughs> could definitely use some improvement. <laughs> right, so I want to know what you guys thought about the poll. Because we have this poll up here, and we never, we never hold our, uh, our staff accountable to it. So what upcoming release are you guys most interested in? And here's your choices. Baroque. This isn't even a question. Okay, well, let me finish. Baroque, Caldsep Saga, Dungeon Explorer, Warriors of the Ancient Warriors of Ancient Arts DS, Dungeon Explorers, Warriors of Ancient Arts PSP, Dragon Quest Swords, The Masked Queen and the Tower of Mirrors, Kingdom Under Fire, Circle of Doom, Lost Odyssey, and Pirates of the Burning Sea. I'll start with you, Mike, since you seem most <laughs> passionate. Let me think. Oh, wait. Lost Odyssey. Not going for Dragon Quest, huh? It's swords. It's just kind of a thing. Swords with an ORZ in it? No. It's just, it, it's it's not, I don't know. I look at it and it's I'm not as pulled into as other Dragon Quest games. I have to go with Lost Odyssey. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sean? Lost Odyssey, hands down. Anna? Swords, yay! Yeah, I knew someone would be going for swords. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with swords. It's just... What do you want the most? Lost Odyssey. What do you want to play? Of course I want to play Swords. I I guess I'm going to go with Lost Odyssey, but I'm interested because I, at this point, am convinced it's not going to be as good as we're hoping. But we'll see what happens. And I don't really want to play Swords, so it doesn't leave much else. <laughs> well, you could always play Pirates of the... I could, and I'm thinking about it, but I, I'm already playing WoW pretty heavily, so I don't know that I need another one. Arr, you should sign up Well, heavily for me. I like that. Heavily for, like, you know, ever. Okay. Well, no, when you say heavily, it worries me, because you you were the person who always tried to get ahead of our static. Right. Uh, I played two days this week. Thousand XP in, in a... Anyway, we'll get, to, we'll get to that now playing. So, recent <laughs> releases. Kingdom Under Fire, Circle of Doom is now out. And I heard it was wonderful, wasn't it? Well... Before I say anything, have any of you played it? I don't play no. games. <laughs> you don't play games, okay. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, I downloaded the demo last night as a service to the podcast. I said, I'm going to play this through and see if it's any good. I had already heard some disparaging remarks about it and said, no, I will do it anyway for the podcast. So. Um, he takes one he sh- for the team. Yeah. He shouted that just before. He's like, for the podcast! First impression, <laughs> first impression is like, ooh, nice graphics. Second impression is like, what's going on? Because they open with a weird cutscene that's like not from the beginning of the game, so it's like not from the very beginning, so you have no idea what's going on. And then they put you through this long, boring tutorial where they lead you through each control after the other. And all right, you finally get through that, and you go to the fight, and you realize it's a big 3D Diablo. Basically, you go, you run around, you hack stuff up, and you pick up the items and modify your equipment. You level up, you adjust your attributes. You've got life. Um, SP, which controls how many attacks you can do without having to, how many, you know, 
the rate you can button mash, basically, and uh, luck, which they don't tell you what it does. And it's like, okay, not exactly many attributes to tweak with. Um, and enemies were very bland and the same looking. The main character looked fantastic, and it was a very pretty game. The, the, the environments were nice, but uh, the gameplay was really just a lot of button mashing. I mean, you can try and modify it by what weapons you're choosing and you can do a higher damage, slower speed weapon and stuff, but it just seemed a lot of pressing the button and filling up on potions, and the fun would more come from how you tweak your equipment and modify it and increase its levels. So It was Diablo. Yeah, basically, except it wasn't as fun or as Diablo. It's very linear, and I guess... I don't know. I guess Diablo's pretty linear, but this this really literally felt like I was on a path and I needed to run this path because. And then you look at the mini map; it's a very narrow path that you have to run along. There's some interesting plot thing going on there, I think, um, with the dream world versus the real world, and they didn't really explain it all just then. Um, you, you, the character. You, there's six characters in the game. Um, the one you I started out with in the demo um, had a king for a father who was no longer living and the king made it um quite clear that he thought his son was a loser so it was some good voice acting and, and script work there <laughs> about how he was proud i'm proud of you every day that you don't kill yourself due to your own stupidity and so it's, <laughs> it's like i'm gonna prove my capabilities to you father and he's like yeah no you're not <laughs> so, so that that part that, that's probably the best part was really the the character interaction from that, and you finally get to the demo in the uh, the boss of the demo the very end, and they won't let you fight the boss. You have to buy the full game to fight the boss. Oh, because it's a demo. Most demos end after the boss. Yeah. Right, you get to have the one big boss battle yeah, and see sure. how that works and if you like it. But here they're like, no, you, you go buy the game. I'm like, that's cool. that's probably the end of the game. Probably not going to buy the game. <laughs> There's nothing after that boss fight, even in the full version. <laughs> That's it. You get the credits. No, because you, know? you get to play it with six other, five other characters. To kill the same boss. Well, I yeah. don't think so. I think they probably have their own storylines and environments. And stuff. Um, obviously, you should check a full review before judging it just based on that demo, but I wasn't very impressed by the well, experience as a whole as far as wanting to be something I would purchase. Like I said, the graphics are good. The voice work was good. Well... Not the voice. The writing was good. One of the voice actors was really good. The main character is kind of, eh. Uh, but that's Kingdom Under Fire for you. Circle of Doom, which, as uh, another podcast put it, I wonder if that's a re- reference to the Red Wing of Death. Um, but The what? The Red Wing, Red Ring of Death. Oh, you said Red Wing. And Sorry, also... I meant Red Ring. I'm having trouble with my R's this week. I have trouble with my wabbits, too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I may as well go finish out my now playing for the week since I've already started essentially. Other things I've been into this week, I played a couple days of World of Warcraft. Not like literal days, but you know what I mean. I'm sure. 48 hours or no, more. No. More like much less. <laughs> but uh, I'm up to 43. I'm still <laughs> progressing slowly. And Anna was kind enough to send me some new equipment, and it's looking fun. What would you do without your little sugar daddy? I ate mommy. Sugar mama. Sugar mama. But yeah. I don't know what I do. I probably wouldn't be playing it anywhere near in, as hard. In fact, that was pretty funny because I sent him a message last night, and I'm like, uh, "More equipment from your sugar mama." <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
So that's fun. We should but... play that game to get more pause gifts. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. The other other things I was into this week was Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, been working on Chapter Two. I'm pretty close to the end, I think. Uh, that's going well. I'm finally scaling back my focusing on leveling that I always do at the beginning of that game where I just level jobs and level jobs and level jobs and don't really progress the story. I'm like, eh, maybe time to progress the story then. <laughs> That's how I always get to way overpowered for where I should be. I don't use much strategy at that point, do I? Oh, well. <laughs> don't use much strategy. Not much of a strategy RPG if you just overlevel. <laughs> but I want no. my Dark Knight. Um, Good luck with that. Yeah. Takes a while. Uh, the next thing would be... Uh, I played a, the Puzzle Quest demo on Xbox Live, which was oh. pretty fun. And uh, I think I like playing that with a controller more than I did what, back when I played the demo on PC. And for the most part, it's pretty much the same demo. It's just I started playing it, see, I'll check it out, see how it plays. And I found myself unable to stop until the demo ran out on me. So that's a good sign. So if you did still it crash? Been, say what? Did it crash? No. Why would it crash? That's the question. Does the Xbox Live version crash? I don't know, but all my other version crashed. Oh. On the PSP and DS, it crashed on you? Seven times on the PSP during my review. Wow. Holy moly. It was in my review that it crashed multiple times. Jeez. Which is why I got a lower score. Ah. Well, the game's out on every platform now, I think, except, like, is it even... I think it's out on PSP or PS3 now, isn't it? No, maybe not. Probably not. But most platforms, it's out on PC, it's out on Xbox, it's out on the portables, so you should be able to find it by now if you haven't. And that's it's out on all the consoles that everyone gives a flying damn about. Oh, boo! This is you're talking to the person who has PS3. I can't, you can't say that. Uh, I don't know why. All right, well, if we're gonna do that, then I'm gonna I'm gonna plug uh, Super Stardust HD on the PS3 is my favorite downloadable game for the system, and they have a demo out of it now. They did not used to have a demo. So if you haven't tried that out, now you have no excuse to, because it's free. You can go you can go check. Well, unless you don't have a PS3. But if you have a PS3, go check that out. And see if you think sheet. it's one of the best ones yeah. ever like I do. $400 downloadable game for free. Yeah. I bought... That is the thing that triggered me to buy a PS3, actually. <laughs> With Why? the free downloadable game? No. No. When it came out originally, I saw reviews of that game. I said, you know what? I really want to play that. And I'm going to want a PS3 anyway. And it just came down to $500. This was back when the 60 gig model was marked down to 500 so I jumped on that then. It was, a, it was a great game. So there's that. I'm crazy though. So let's uh, let's do uh, Anna next. Um, what have I been playing this week? I've been playing Start School and Be Sick of Bad. Um, <laughs> I played a little bit of WoW. We uh, we killed Gruul, the Yay. dragon. We killed Gruul for the first time. And that was really exciting. He must be really hard to kill? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> he is bigger than about five characters standing on top of each other. And he's a Gron. And Grons a are what? like, take ogres and breed them with a cyclops. And then, don't just take an ugly stick. Take a couple of ugly trees and just beat the living crap out of them. Nice. And that's a Gron. And... During the during the the fight with him, he grows, and every time he grows, his power increases. So he's hitting everybody harder. He will throw people around randomly and then turn them to stone, 
Once you've been turned into stone, you explode, and you damage everybody around you. He causes the roof to cave in. He's just a oh, nasty, nasty this. encounter. Yeah. That's a good reason to finish oh, and, <laughs> and he'll he'll randomly change to the second person on his threat table and, like, smack them for 13k. Excellent. So Yeah. Um, yes. Um, have, in the game I play, a thousand is a lot. So thirteen k could be anything. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, a a typical stamina tank has about sixteen k hit points. Okay. So yeah, that that's a lot. Yeah, it is quite comparable. <laughs> and of course, the damage that he does for that, I'm going to turn around and smack you. Increases as he grows. So. But yeah, we are now like top forty alliance guilds on our server. We are just shy of breaking into the top ten thousand guilds in the world, which is pretty good for us. Just because we were like, "Haha, we're gonna be a little guild," and we're like running around in cars on and kill the trash and do none of the bosses. So I'm happy, and I've been playing lots of Phoenix Wright three this week. Um. My sewer exploded, so I ended up spending a day out of the house playing Phoenix Wright 3. And... I played a little bit of tactics, which is mostly turn it on, get mad at the level, and turn it off. (laughs) (laughs) I've just been so sick, I haven't had any patience for it this week. Mm -hmm. I guess that's about it. It's just kind of the three games so far. Oh! Duh! I got Trauma Center 2. Yay! I've been operating with Ian. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it sounds like I'm going to have to convince one of my roommates to play that with me. There are some levels that I I cannot understand how you could possibly do that alone. Hmm. I just really can't. Like, there's one where you have to treat a burn victim, and there's these big, nasty, ugly burn patches on the right side and on the left side you have to get skin grafts and you have to put down four skin grafts and um, like sploosh them with the antibiotic gel before it starts to bleed again because if it bleeds again all of the skin pieces fall off Hmm. so I I was just like I was sucking up all the blood and I was doing the antibiotic gel and Ian was like desperately trying to throw these skin on in time just because it bleeds almost constantly Mm. So I'm like, I cannot understand how you would possibly do that single player. <laughs> it would take a lot of practice. All right, Sean, you want to go next? Well, um, as I mentioned earlier, this was my first day back in class, and so I was quite busy this week. But I did have time to play a few games. I played, of course, FF11, and I beat Diabolos, and that made me happy. And then I saw that Star Tropics had come up on the virtual console, and I downloaded that. And I didn't get to finish it, but I played quite a bit of it, and it was a lot of fun. I remember playing it on the original NES, and it was nice to relive that again. The music is really fun, and Hmm. it's very clever gameplay, and it's got some good writing, actually, for the time. Nice. Yeah, I never got a chance to play that. I remember reading about it in in Nintendo Power back in the day, but... (laughs) It had a it had a sequel that wasn't nearly as good as uh. Star Tropics itself, but it's a it's a good game though it does get frustratingly difficult at a few points. Cool. 
So, Michael, that leaves you. What have you been up to this week? <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing I've been doing is tactics. Uh-huh. I'm near the end of Chapter 4, I think. Um, uh, I have all the special characters that I can get, um, including Cloud and Balthier. Nice. Um, Did you need a guide to find them? Um, I had done Cloud before, so I didn't really need a guide, and... I had asked someone previously what was the uh, trigger for Valtier because I didn't want to miss it. And he uh-huh. says, well, you can't miss it. Like, it'll always be there. Oh. But you have to read... Um, you have to pay attention to the... Uh, the rumors and stuff? To the rumors. Okay. And that triggers. Well, that's, that's But it, fair. it wasn't, it wasn't that uh, easy to miss. I mean, it was pretty obvious. All right. Uh, other than that, actually, I played almost no 11 this week. Because shocking. Well, I had no dynamis, and now my dynamis shell is dead. So Ooh. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> I know that's bad news for Lucifer because he was going to join it, but <laughs> I signed on today, and they said no more dynamis shell. We will do sea and sky and things that we find aren't worth a million gil every time we do it. So, <laughs> well, invite me along for sky, please. Um, you can still join the sky. Um, right. It's Sunday nights or something. Just Perfect. talk to the person. They'll, they'll that, that'll conflict with your roast. No, it's, it'll be after oh, the okay. roast, I'm sure. Yeah, it's... Uh, actually, it's during the day. Uh-oh. Yeah, so it would conflict with your church. What time because during the day? it's a UK thing. So actually, think... you guys can schedule this later. So yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> no, we must, we must <laughs> no, do no. it on the podcast now. <laughs> well, everybody cares now, I'm sure. <laughs> so, we're... Now, Mike, you're not at home right now, right? Right, I am away. But I can't say where. You can't say of... where? Okay. When can Which you say I'm where? <laughs> I can say where when we're to GDC, because that's when I can announce okay. all the things that we are currently seeing. Can you seeing. say what city or state you're in? I am near the D.C. area. Near the D.C. area. All right. And that's Exciting. as much as I can tell you. I know of one developer in the D.C. area. Don't. That's all I know. <laughs> 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 no extrapolation. I hope it's them, but we'll see. Yes. I hope it's yes, them. it's them, or yes, you hope it's them. <laughs> yes, I hope it's them. <laughs> this is really <laughs> iffy. I like this conversation. All right, we try to get Michael in trouble, and the RPG yes. cast has achieved its main goals. All right. That was also crappy quality because I did not bring my headset. Yeah. <laughs> so we're sorry about that, guys. Um, is that... It's then we are running a little short this week compared to where we've been the previous few weeks, but uh, not really sure we need two hours. Every <laughs> week. I have no do, cats uh, to jump in my wall, so I can't <laughs> even go with that. Are you going to do reader feedback? Um, n- if you're referring to what I think you're referring to, no, I'm not going to be covering that one on the air. <laughs> unless, oh, you, thought, unless you really oh, want to say something about it, you, you're free to, to cover it because I, I didn't know how to handle it well. <laughs> Well, to the other two guys, someone sent me a beautiful love letter, and they basically critiqued how much I talk. And I did actually read it um, after we did this now playing section, and I do actually want to comment on a couple of things that he said. Um, He he, um, was pointing out that he worked at GameStop, and he appreciates it when... Chris and Sean defend us against the people who bow mouth the company and its employees. Now, 
for those that don't know, I worked at EB Games for three years. And uh, two of those were after the EB GameStop merger, something like that. And because um, the actual merger, the actual stuff that went on behind the scenes actually went on a long time before all of it was actually announced. And I want to say that I like EB Games. I like EB Games GameStop. I love the company. I would go back and work there again. But they have really, really crappy management in my area. And that was the reason that I quit. We had a terrible manager. We had a terrible district manager. And if they got rid of those, I would be back at EB Games in a second. So do not take my razzing as anything more than they made a really, really crappy decision about management, and I wish they would fix it. All right. So I guess that was the major point I wanted to touch on. Sure. And it's a valid, it's a very valid point. Well, yeah, it usually comes down to management. <laughs> you have to say in the area. Good or bad. <laughs> That's a specific thing. Well, the the incessant pushing of uh, pre-orders is probably not an area thing, but other than that, yeah. Well, See, they've stopped that to me. Oh, have they? Okay. Yeah. I'll let, I'll go let pause. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Well, okay. Um, when I worked at EB Games myself a couple of years ago, which is right again at the same time of the merger, maybe it was three years ago now, um, they, they had a lot of really crappy things that were going on and there was like a, a push for you know getting people signed up for magazines and stuff that Best Buy kind of does now and your your management can make a lot of difference I worked at a couple different stores and in, at one store I had a manager who basically said you know don't worry about it even though the store could get in trouble and at another store I had a manager who said this is really important and if you, I don't hear you pushing this every t- single time you have a chance there's going to be trouble so it really is. It, it's not, you know, you might go into your GameStop and you might have to deal with the poor guy behind the counter. And the likelihood is that he doesn't want to sell you crap. He doesn't want to push pre-orders. He doesn't want to have to do this stuff any more than you want to have, have to listen to it. You know, most people are pretty decent. But if the manager is on your case and it's your job on the line, mm-hmm. you know, and you've got to pay your bills, I mean, it, it's rough. So, you know, no one should go out and, and say, well... All GameStops are bad, or, you know, I dealt with this, this, this at GameStop, and he was really trying to push pre-orders every time I see him. Well, you know, maybe it is his fault, but maybe it's not. And the company as a whole has a lot of really great, great people working at it. And that's why I, I really try to, whenever I have a chance, I really try to laud the stores around here. Because our managers are, are great, and the employees are great and knowledgeable and awesome, funny guys, and I wouldn't shop anywhere for the world. You also have the thing where the, the more you know, the more you go to a certain store, the more they're going to know you, and the more they know you, the more they're going to realize this guy doesn't buy pre-orders. I don't even get asked anymore. Yeah, and you know, some guy says, "Well, you didn't ask me about pre-orders." He says, "He's if he wants a pre-order, he will tell me." Oh. See, I don't. Mm-hmm. The places I go to don't have employees stay around long enough to be able to build that relationship. But oh, really? That's true. <laughs> yeah, they kind of a high turnover place here. The manager stays around. He's good about it. So. I think this and is the assistant manager that I always talk to. Like, this is the problem that we're starting to run into locally, where it's like, I don't even, I, I quit in June, mm-hmm. and there are no employees at either store right now, locally, that were employed when I was there. So every time I go in, it's like, you, you should pre to this, and you should pre to that, and it's like, 
Han, I used to work here. Like, don't bother, really. <laughs> but didn't everyone leave when you did? Well, there's there was two there's two stores in town. Oh. And in Brandon. One of the yeah, there's two stores here. Okay. And um, when I left the mall, within like six weeks, everybody else who had been employed there left. But it took another three months after that for everybody to leave the other store too. That's how bad the manager was. There you go. So, uh, <laughs> as we continue our semi-weekly commentary on GameSpot, or GameStop rather, uh, <laughs> let's bring this to a close. Uh, thank you guys for joining me today. Thank you for listening, listeners. Thank you, Ed Walker, for the editing on this show. Um, I'd just like to encourage listeners who like the show or don't like the show, if you want to leave some feedback, we have a few places for you to do it. The first most obvious one is to go to our our forums at board.rpgamer.com and go to the latest updates forum and up at the top you'll see the thread for this podcast you can leave some feedback there you can also email podcast at rpgamer.com you can go and dig us or um, leave comments I guess there at the dig.com slash podcast slash rpgcast and of course you can look up look us up on iTunes at just search for RPG Cast. And you can leave a review there, and we'd really appreciate reviews. That helps us out. If you like the show, and just let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear, and we will try our best to do what we can for you. So that's all there is. Um, thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.